on him because he's just he's doing what what our heart is and he's he's walking it out and he's he's in a dangerous place but he holds the victory and he, him and his uh, fellow people at the hotspot are walking in victory so just lay your hands on John I'm just gonna bless him as he comes in this house and I might need someone else to pray because it's getting heavy in here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Lord um, I thank you that that above all you know who John is or that you know John he is known by you so Lord we, we just pray for an increase in his influence an increase in his authority Lord that his ministry through through the Holy Spirit through you Jesus would just reach to the ends of the earth yes. Lord, we thank you for that for the example he is for us Lord I pray that we would be encouraged by just by his presence that he would just rub off on us as, as, he, as he's around us Lord, bless and protect his family. I pray that you would provide for them financially in every other way that they need. Lord, provide for them. I just release provision now in Jesus' name for their family. Protection right now in Jesus' name for their family. Lord, send your angels to guard them. Any plan of the enemy, we just cut off right now in Jesus' name. We cancel the plan in Jesus' name. So, Lord, thank you for John. Thank you for what he brings. Thank you for his family, for his wife, for his kids. Lord, bless them and keep them in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you if you feel like uh, you've got time, yeah, John, what's up? Could you uh, actually pray for that hotspot right now? There's a whole crew that's out there. Okay, the reason ministry. I'm here yeah. is because I God told me to cut out and leave them because He's going to direct them. Okay. So this is this is like really weird. Told you, he's a crazy Holy Spirit. Going on. If you didn't hear out there, John wants us to pray for the hotspot and just spend some. Some time interceding for them. He actually felt called away from his group that are out ministering on the streets tonight to come here, and that's just the way God moves. So, does anyone feel a burden right now just to pay for that? Hand up, and we can you can yell out where you are. We'll just you can make it over the mic. You can do that. Yeah, Father God, I just thank you for the yeah, for the hotspot and everything that they're doing, God. And I just ask that you just flow just so powerfully yes. through them, God. Yes. That you're just um, you're just handing your words and yes, your just spirit Lord. would be upon Jesus. them, God, as they're as they're ministering to to people, God, as they reach out to Jesus. people, God. That um, that you would put just um, just everything in their mind, God. That 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 they need to speak, that they need to um, to, to hear, God, that you would just be working in just power and just mighty ways, God. That, that just um, that um, I just, just the, the dead will be raised, God, like from where they're sleeping, God, from where they're just, they would just be shaken, that they would just be woken up, God. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that they're, um, the sick would be healed, that, that, um, that the blind would see, that the deaf would hear, God, Lord, just not, um, not, um, just both ways and physically and, and spiritually, yes, God, yes, and Jesus, and Lane yes, would be walking, God, and just they would just be jumping for joy, God, that people would be delivered from their fears, God, yes, that you would just just do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John in the hotspot, you can either check out to hotspot. Is it the, hot, the hotspot? Yak. Yeah. Y A K. Y A K. You can see John uh, after as well and do that. Also, while I'm on that, 
topic. Um, I'm in a band back home in Australia, and if you buy it, you can get whatever you want for this, and it's all going to go to the hotspot tonight. So if you want to support ministry and you feel like you want to get something for your money, other than... <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> if you want anything we sell, we'll just go to John tonight, because that, that is a ministry that's doing something real, and it's... It's on the streets, and it's power, and then it's also journeying with these people, and that's what we're talking about tonight. Not just, not just, um, you know, encountering them in the streets, and, you know, hitting them with the spirit and running away. It's journeying with these people. Like, that's good. Like, uh, sometimes there needs to be an encounter, but these guys are in a strategic position where they can journey with these people. They can meet them, they can tell them what, where they're from, what they're about. They can see the spirit moving them, and then they can continue uh, ministering to them. So it's just... God's good how he works that out. But I'll pass this on to Cal. She can explain a little bit. <laughs> um, what we're doing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> we are battling immigration. Um, We have an interview on Friday for Steve's green card, and we've been waiting for this since last July? July of 2008. Yeah. So... Yeah, this Friday is an interview with U.S. Homeland Security, and we've had a lot of hindrances in the way and a lot of prayer here, actually, and a lot of prophetic words, and we believe that it will get straightened out and that we can get the green card and we can go back to Australia to visit. Visit. Um, we'll be back. Yeah, we're coming back in November at, at this time and point, but it's a two-month visit back to Australia. So your prayers, and if you feel led to give, that's great, because I mean, we don't have a specific ministry in, in, in terms of we're not sponsored by a church or a ministry or anything, but... But what we're showing about tonight is um, is testimonies of, of our life and what we do and and how you know it doesn't have to look a certain way it doesn't have to look like the church says it does for it to be what you're called to do. So that's what we're doing Friday. You can pray for that and uh, appreciate some prayers maybe after as well. Um, that's going through. But tonight we're going to share a little bit about I guess following on from Matt's it was really good Matt's. Uh, if you were here last week, Matt spoke a little bit about you know being yourself kind of in a way, like your voice is probably the most important voice to be rather than copycats. There's a lot of copycat Christians out there that think they have to sound like I'm, I, I love worship, I love music. I look up to a lot of people in music like Jason Upton and these people. And, and I mean, years back when I first got into him, I really thought that if I just sound like him, the anointing will come, you know, and, and you think you have to copy and mimic things they do and sing like certain you know ways and... That's when it'll come, but I really think that's a huge lie. And uh, and Communitas is actually a place that taught me uh, to be myself, and that's where the freedom and the anointing is. So uh, I'm just going to pray real quick because there's just a real thickness in the air, and I really want to cut through that and uh, a good thickness that is. I want to cut through that and really speak into what I think the Lord's doing. So, Lord, would you just come now? Would you just take away any distractions? Lord, we want to be clear to be able to hear your thoughts, Jesus, what you think about us. So would you come now and would you just put a deep rest on our soul? Would you take away any issues, any stress that's trying to penetrate? And would you just tell all of our minds to get in your right place? Would you just stand uh, at the the foot of Jesus and and, and be in your rightful place? Spirit, would you be at peace? 
He's praying against any distractions, any uh, ailments, uh, any anything that's in the way of hearing clearly from you, Lord. We want to hear clearly from you. We want to be equipped from you, Jesus. I just sense you're going to transform some minds tonight, Lord. So I pray that your will be done, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You had that breath. So uh, I, <laughs> I planned was that I would tap you, and then you didn't even know. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, we just wanted to, um, well, I should probably recap. Quick quick history lesson. Stephen Kelly, part one. Um, we we met in 2005 at a camp in Michigan. Fell in love. And um, in... September 2005, Steve went back to Australia. I finished college, and in June of the next year, I went and lived in Australia for eight months, got engaged, came back here, applied for a fiancé visa for Steve. A year later, he got it. He came here. We got married, and here we are. So, if you didn't catch most of that, it was we met, spent a couple months, spent 11 months long distance. We then spent eight months together in Australia, where we got engaged, and then we spent a year long distance. And then she came out for one week, and then we spent another four months long distance, and then I came out to the States last year. So my point being... Long distance relationships suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say how wonderful it be because we came up here um, on a whim, basically. Uh, we were living in Oklahoma after we got married, waiting for him to get permission to work in America, living with my parents, <laughs> um, and just not feeling connected whatsoever. And we came up here because uh, Paul Anleitner, I went to school with him in Michigan, um, and we just knew him, so we are like, let's go to the Twin Cities. Okay. <laughs> and so we came up here and found this, and it's just been like, like our solid... Yeah. Safe house is what we wrote here. So yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah, um, yeah and just <laughs> we've had quite an interesting summer, <laughs> and yeah. through it all, like we just like it, we could come here and just be like, oh, okay. breathe, yeah. And then we'd go back, and a lot would happen, and then we'd come back, and oh, okay. And so we just wanted to let you all know you're part of that, and yeah. thanks. Yeah. So basically, um, we'll. About two years ago, a good friend of ours, John O'Reilly, he's from Australia, he's, he's, been, he's been friends of uh, ours for quite a few years, he, he said something, a prophetic word, it was just a, a real casual over the dinner table prophetic word, he just said, <laughs> like, we're just having dinner, he's just like, oh, I believe that you guys are going to, and it was kind of vague to it at the time, he said, you're going to live life, go from place to place, just do anything, and God's going to use you in amazing ways to touch people's lives. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, can you get any more, like, basic, prophetic? <laughs> and she was, she was like, yeah, I don't really think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, no longer than a couple of weeks after that, we're at a thing called, in Sydney, there's a thing called Carols in the Domain, and it's a really cool thing. Everyone comes to the park in the middle of Sydney, the city of Sydney, and uh, sings Christmas carols. And like, that. There's bats. Kelly doesn't like bats. This is something we found out as a couple. <laughs> but we're in the park singing carols. But you light a candle and you just sit and the wiggles were there. The wiggles were there. Anyway, we we uh we turned up pretty late in this typical Australian fashion and and we, we looked for a spot but all the spots were taken, all the families were there, and there was just a tiny little corner piece of rug left. And you know, we thought, alright, well, We'll try this out. And we went up and 
and just sort of politely asked the there was a husband and a wife and his daughter, I believe. And we said, Do you mind if we just squeeze up next to you guys? You know, I'm going to take up much room. And, and they're like, sure, why not? And they're sitting down, and it's it's a public place, but on this night they allow drinking, and a lot of people are drinking and whatever, and we're sitting next to them, and, you know, it's it's in my nature just to strike up a conversation with people that, you know, especially people that are nice to us. And we got talking, and just through the night, like, I just sensed the Spirit was just there, and He was leading the conversation, and it wasn't it wasn't forced, it wasn't hard, it wasn't really awkward, and, and we just got talking, and then I can't remember what triggered it, but He asked a question, you know, and... It was a pretty convicting question. I thought I could go two ways with this. I could, you know, water down my answer and not really share that, you know, I have a faith or I could just be bold about it. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to be bold. And I just did it and he didn't say much and went back and forth a few times. Anyway, long story short, by the end of the night, he ended up, like, in tears next to me, receiving Jesus and, you know, and this amazing testimony. He shared it all and I just had no idea, you know, what God was doing and, you know, and then we, you know, he was really struggling, and so we, we gave him some money and, and sent him on his way and gave him a number, and he just was totally amazed. And then we sort of looked at each other and thought, oh, maybe that's what Ray was talking about. You know, like, it, it's it's not hard. Like, when it's yeah. when it's spirit-led, it's not hard. It's just really natural. And so that happened, but then there was a big gap of about a year or two where anything really radical like that happened. And we thought, what's, what's going on, God? So about half a year ago, we started praying again, Lord, what are we doing this summer? What are we doing this summer? You know, we want to... We want to use, be used by you for your kingdom, and you know we want to, we want to, you know, do something that makes an impact. And I like this has been more of a thing for Kelly, I think, than for me, because she had a lot of frustrations and a lot of concerns. And then living in this house at a campsite in Hudson, Camp St. Croix, we worked out um, over over the river there in Hudson, Wisconsin, and we lived on site, um, and we lived with a bunch of different people, and uh, just really, really quick. If you don't know where the YMCA at is right now, the Young Men's Christian Association, it's it's very liberal. It's lost pretty much a lot of its foundations. They don't really care who they let in the door. They don't really stand for anything anymore. Every morning at this camp, which I thought was Christian coming in, uh, we pledge an allegiance to the earth, and we salute to an earth flag. Like, and yeah, put, kids put their hand over their chest and say, I pledge allegiance to the earth and the life it sustains. <laughs> And it's, I mean, it's, it is laughable, but it's really sad, like, watching these kids be forced to do this. And uh, just on the weekend, um, our pastor, Mike, was, was preaching from Romans, and he said, you know, like, it's, it's when the Lord gives them over to themselves, when they're just so full of pride, and just, they think they have all the answers, and so the Lord gives them over to themselves, and they, they start, like, approving all these things, you know, and just saying, it's okay, you know, we're going to worship the earth rather than the Creator, and... So that's, we were at this campsite, and man, we were in the right place at the right season because we were a voice, and uh, and Kel's been, the, she's been the real voice. It's something that I struggle with. I can get up in front of you guys, and it's not a problem because it's safe here. I love you guys, and I've, I've got authority here. I know it. You guys are very encouraging with that. But when it comes to one-on-one with people of the world, seekers and new age people that are very confident and very opinionated, she just handles it so well. Like, when you... When our housemates ask a question, you just hear my footsteps go to the other room. Girls <laughs> there to left the fender alone, and I'm like, "Do you want a coffee?" Like, and I'll just, you know, start making noise. And she'll be in there having a theological debate with our housemate, and it's just like she just handles it. She knows how to handle it, and that's her gift. And I'm working on it, you know, because I believe we're meant to have an answer. You know, we shouldn't be intimidated by that. But she just does it well, so I'll let her just share a little bit of a story about some of our housemates and what they're like. Whatever you feel. Okay. Um, just a little 
description. Um, we, okay, so we're in this huge farmhouse, and there are, yeah, okay, so we work at a camp, and we had campers. I have one camper this week, because it's the last week, and school started a lot. But I joined with our housemates, um, our housemates group, and he has three campers, and his, his camp name is Ninja. We have camp names. They're not supposed to, my name is Eight Mile, because I'm from Detroit. Um, so, um. My real name's Kelly. Yeah. No, I tell them my real name's Rapunzel. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, so anyways, <laughs> I was with Ninja in this group, and one of the kids asked us, sick, do you guys sleep in the same room? And I was like, no, no, I'm married, I'm married. To Ninja? No, 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 I'm not. But anyways, it was funny. He's this little, like, third grader, and he, do you sleep? Like, it's totally fine that you guys would sleep in the same room. But anyways, um, so we had Ninja, who is Australian. He's from Darwin. That's the top of Australia. He would draw, draw you a map, show you where it is, how far it is from everything. He's a very descriptive man. Um, has... He told me one day that him and all of his brothers are named after saints, and so I thought that maybe he'd have some sort of background in the church or something, or know something, but he doesn't. Um, and the other guy that was living, there were two other guys that were living with us, four bedrooms, so Steve and I had our own bedroom, Ninja had a bedroom, and Gary had a bedroom, and he was... How should I describe him? He was gay, uh, flamboyant, homosexual, and he was very opinionated and... Flamboyant, homosexual, is what he said. Yeah. And um, and then we had another guy who lived with us who was never there, so we won't mention him. <laughs> um, but anyways, so... and Oh, and Gary was Scottish. So a Scottish, flamboyantly, homosexual <laughs> But um, love him to death. Like, absolute charmer. But anyways has his issues, as we all do. Um, so yeah, they were both very opinionated people, um, had a lot of discussions about American politics and how oh it sucks and our healthcare sucks and our government sucks and stinks and our, uh, <laughs> our education stinks and all this stuff and so it's been fun. But, um, so anyways, I, uh... I'm good. She's saying the Australian guy. This guy's never been here really before, and he was pointing out, like, everything that was wrong with the country, and, yeah. like... And I, I said, look, could you say it to everyone? I'd say, look, he doesn't speak on behalf of Australia, just so you know. <laughs> this, is, this is his opinion, it's not mine. So he's very opinionated, pretty much. Yeah, first couple of weeks, I was just like, oh my gosh, how do I... How do I even talk to this guy? Like, m not even about my faith, just like about how the weather is or something. But, <laughs> 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 yeah, how cold has it been here? And he's just like freezing cold. Like he was turning on the heat in June. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Turn it off. But um, sorry. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so we um, we had these people, and just I should back up a little bit because. I grew up a Christian. I went to a Christian school, like, had Bible class every day of my life, basically, um, and had really great teachers, and then, um, you know, kind of went to a secular college, but didn't really, I didn't live there, so I could go home and have everything, and didn't really interact with the people at the college, and, um, you know, met Steve and kind of had moments where we would share our faith or 
our money or whatever we felt like sharing with people. And, you know, it felt good, but I just, you know, it was, just, it was mostly him doing it. Like, at the carols, he was talking to the guy. I was singing Christmas carols. Like, I wasn't really a part of it. And so um, when I found out that I was going to be living with I was a gay man. It, it really freaked me out. Like, I didn't know how to deal with it. And funnily enough, I had been praying, <laughs> God, how would, how would you deal with this kind of a person? Like, I don't know how to do it. Like, I know that you're supposed to love them and hate the sin, but love the sinner. And, but how do you do that? There must be something weird about Jesus that he would be able to just do that. And so, of course, he makes me live with one. <laughs> one. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> a person of that nature. But, um, <laughs> so, along with, like, me trying to find this way to live like Jesus lives, I was really getting to the point in my life where I just didn't like going to church. Um, I, I just felt like... In me, there was something like not clicking, and I, I'm gonna read this so that I say it right, because I didn't wanna sound like a whatever. So okay, I know you go to church to get built up, but I was struggling with taking it out of the four walls of church on Sunday or even on communitas on Tuesday, and finding my way of reaching people who have no gauge of Christianity whatsoever. Like they just think we're crazy. And um, it was making me feel like going to church and conferences and prayer meetings was just kind of pointless, even though I love going to conferences and going to church and going to prayer meetings, because it still builds me up. Um, but I've gotten to the point in my life where I feel like it needs to be less about me receiving, 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 and actually pouring mm -hmm. something out. But the part that I couldn't get through my head is I got stuck with knowing how to pour out. Because if my, I felt like if my evangelism, like our Christianese word, doesn't look a certain way or sound a certain way, then I must be doing something wrong. Um, I, I liked, was it Kyle who said in his prayer, what are they doing? Like people might yeah. think, what are you doing? Like I sometimes feel like that where Steve and I do things a little bit differently where... Um, like it's our ministry if you want to put a label on it but we're just sort of living life and like we're living with different people who does that when they're newly married like we, I don't know why we do it we just like we're like I feel like it's a passion that we have so we are we are called to do it and so we are given the grace to do it yeah. so not that like you guys don't have to go find an Australian and a Scottish man and live with them so that you can share your life with them. But, you know, there's certain, like, there's other things that you could be doing besides, you know, street evangelism. Like, it's awesome that they do that, but it's just, like, my, my job is to live with them in a house and, you know, show them me. But, um... I think, I think something that she's... She's pointing on his obedience that this is something you might feel a burning passion with and you might run out and move into a house and then you might fall into sin and be demoralized because it's not what you're called to do. Like it's obedience. Like if this is beating in your heart, we're going to turn this into a prayer in a minute and I want it to be like, Lord, that's exactly what I see those two and I know that they're doing what they're meant to do. Lord, what is it that you would have me do? Where is it that you would have me go? And someone gave us a word on Sunday and just, just gave us money and said, look, keep going for it. 
He barely knows us, but he prayed a prayer and it just spoke straight into our hearts. It said, Lord, as they put their sail up and they go to the next spot, wherever that is, would you go with them and go in favor and go in power? And that's, that's us. You know, that's not you. You've got your own voice and you've got to do what you've got to do. And you've got to do it in power too. The thing that, that changed a lot of these guys' opinions house, in the house we live in, I, I believe it was the, the love and the, the grace that Kelly showed them through all arguments, through all discussions. But not only that, it was power as well. Right. I mean, one night, this is wild, one night we got home, we were on our way home, and we used to pray every, every night coming back from the community house, we'd pray. So, Lord, would you, just, would you claim your victory in this house? You know, would, you, would you show yourself strong? And one night we got home, and, uh, and the first time we got home, and these people were spooked. Like, they were like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. We're like, well, what's up, what's up? And they're like, just about half an hour ago, some, some really bad, they called it mojo, some really bad vibes were in the house, and they were, you know, it was really starting to unsettle us. But then about, just about ten minutes ago, this peace just fell on this house. These are people who don't even know the Lord. But it's like, this peace just came on this house, and as soon as you walked in, it's even better. Like, you know, and then we're like, oh, okay, you got to be careful when you pray, and stuff happens. And, and another, like, the flip scale of that is when we started seeing some inroads, on another night, we are driving down our driveway, and we're like, Lord, big, you know, Wisconsin country dirt driveway, and we're like, Lord, would you just... Would you make yourself known to these people? You know, we can't convict them. You know, we can make good arguments until the cows come home, but it's the yeah. Spirit of the Lord that's going to convict them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my words aren't going to change them. If they do, someone else's words are going to change what he's already believed. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's not in your words that's going to do anything. It's in the conviction. You can have an answer for, for any question. That's okay. Like, the Lord calls us to have an answer. That's not, I'm not disagreeing with that, but... Sometimes I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, not going to argue because this isn't going to... I said to him on the issue of abortion, I said, look, my opinion isn't going to change your mind. It's my experience, and, you know, I didn't really go into it because he doesn't really know Christianese like I do it. But, you know, I just said to him, it's not me that's going to convince you. It's not. And it needs to come from your heart. It's going to be a heart change. Anyway, we came down the drive when we were praying, and Gary, the Scottish guy, passed out at our front door, completely drunk. This is our house. This is where we live. At our front door, drunk, really inco- he couldn't really speak. Uh, 17 year old German, young yeah, youth, em- about, yeah. youth, Max, a youth ambassador from Germany, uh, throwing up blood all over his room, next, next door to our place, like next door to our room. Uh, and then an Australian friend who had no idea what to do, you know, just really worried, really concerned. And we walk in just as that's happening, as he's throwing up. After we pray, Lord, just have your way in the house. Yeah, Lord, have your way in the house. I guess he was exercising some demons, you know. And Seriously, it was like, it was wild. And, and we had to do the responsible thing, which was to, like, we live with another guy who's a boss who's hardly ever there, like Kelly said, and he had to find out about it. And then we had to answer to that. And we had to get rejected, and we had to get torn down at work, looked down upon by everyone else, all of our peers. Because we stood up for righteousness and we said, you know, it's a dry site, there's no alcohol, and this, 17. his 17 year old was breaking the law, and it was people that were providing it to him. And, you know, we, we thought about it. We can be friends with these people, and we can just condone the sin and be okay with it, or we can do what's righteous in the eyes of the Lord and, and face the consequences, and we did. And it was hard. We lost, I think we lost some possible really good friendships in a worldly sense, you know, but, you know, I'm not really worried about that. You know, it's just. Harsh as that sounds, I'm not. Like I'm, I'd rather stand, you know, before the Lord and, and face Him. But uh, yeah, when we prayed, things happened, you know. And uh, it's just, it's an example of if you think I don't know what to do, I don't know how to go about it, you know, I don't know the words to say. The Lord's with you. 
the Lord is with you and His power is the, is the real thing that's going to change people's opinions. Um, just closing up real quick before we pray with you guys, there was, there was, you guys may, may have heard of Michael Terrell, he's come through a few times, he's a, he's a man, definitely a mentor of mine, I look up to him and, and what he stands for and there's a thing on YouTube if you look for it, it's, it's called Finding Finding Your Voice and it's just a nine minute clip, some of you may have seen it, some of you did recently and I spent some time with him in Ottertail, Minnesota, up in the middle of nowhere and beautiful place and um, we had lunch together and he was talking to Kelly and I and just speaking into our lives and he's really, really passionate these days about, he talks about it like FUBU, the brand, like for us, by us. He talks about Christianity that's just so tailor-made for us and it's by us, you know, like it's in walls and we're, we have these signs and wonders conferences and we do all this prophetic stuff, but it's pretty much just for us. And I'm not speaking out against, like, prophecy, I love it and I want more of it in my life and in your life. But if it just stays in the four walls, yeah. like I just see a huge contrast from the scriptures and what we see today. That's right. Like if that's just it. So you know, and you know, we've got these people. We joke about it a little bit, and you know, I, I before I leave, like I want Paul just to pray for me and just to invest in me. You know what I mean? Like before I leave for Australia. But they've got these people that are like chasing mantles all over the country. And Michael said, you know, like you know you've got it made when you're, you're not worried about chasing other people's mantles and you're happy with the mantle God's given you. Through. You know, like, when you start believing in your voice, it's powerful, you know, like, this is a place, like I said at the start, where my voice has been restored, you know, I'm going back to Australia and I'm blowing my trumpet. And it's, and, you know, my, my trumpets have been blown in Australia. Like, imagine what God can do. You know, Kel, she would never have done this two years ago. She would never have got up and, and spoken in front of people. You know, so this is a place where we've been restored. And so we're passing that on to you to pass to someone else, to pass someone else on. It's not a super spiritual mantle thing. It's like, guys, look at this. If you stick at it with this group, if you stick with these people that love you and support you, if you handle correction when it comes your way, maturely, and you go for it and you find your voice, you can you can be sent off with power, like like I believe we are. You want to bring it to close off? I just have one more thing to say. And it's just a little story. Careful. Um, I just feel like... Okay, just example. When I, I, I just for some reason thought that people just understood Christians. Like, they, like everyone, you know, people might not believe in God, they might not believe in Jesus, but they know what we're about. And so, um, one day we were at the Fit Center in Hudson, Wisconsin. Little, just a little art center, like theater and stuff. And they had the, and we were with Ninja, and they had this poster for Joseph in the amazing Technicolor dream coat. And I was like, oh! You know, community theater, that's nice. And then just said, who's Joseph? And I was like, what? How do you not know who Joseph is? And But I didn't say it. I was just like, oh, he's in the Bible. And that's all I said. But my, and the one that I wanted to get to was, um, just, this was when I realized that, that there's some people in the world who need to hear Christianity from a different voice than what is in the world right now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was, Steve had a dentist appointment and I was going with him. And I didn't want to, I don't, I hate dentist office. I hate the smell. I just hate the lights. They're just weird. And so I didn't want to sit in the waiting room. So I said, hey Ninja, do you want to come to the cafe with me while Steve gets his dental work done? And he's like, sure, I'll come. That was a terrible accent. But, um, <laughs> so he came with me and we were just having a really great time just like laughing with each other and telling each other stories of our homelands and just all this stuff. And for some reason we got on this subject where he had said this to us before that he had a friend who went to a church that was a mean church. 
and we were like, the first thing we were like, oh, we don't go to a mean church. <laughs> Just so you know. He was like, okay. But then he brought it up again, so I was like, oh, alright, how do I deal with this? I was like, why do you think it's mean? And he said, well, because one time they were sick, and when the people prayed for them, they didn't get healed, so they thought that the person did something wrong, like they were in sin or something. And I said, okay. Um, well, I said, Ninja, I don't believe that as a Christian. And I said, but I, like, I understand where they're coming from because, and I explained like the whole concept of there's sin in the world, so there's sickness in the world, and why we believe that. And you know, because he was concerned, like, what about the children who are born with leukemia and all this stuff? And I was like, no, it's because they're born into a sinful, you know, all that stuff. Theology 101. And um, and I said, you know, but I believe that God wants to heal everyone, and I believe that he can. I don't know why they don't get healed. You know, you don't have to have answers, just so you know. You can say you don't know. They respect that. They, like, they're a different breed. But um, um, people, well, they respect that. And so, but then he turned to me when I was done with my whole spiel. He said, I have never had anyone explain that to me like that before. And it was just like, oh, Okay. Like, they need you to explain it in a way that doesn't use, like, the wages of sin is death. Like, that is effective a lot of the time, but there are some times when, like, you can just say just plain English so that they understand it because it's going to be more effective. Like, use your... I have it written again. I'm sorry, I write better than I talk, so this is what I put. Use your voice, your words, and your style. Being you is where the Spirit wants you to be. You are giving your quirks and your styles to affect different people than I can affect people. Okay. Use your voice and your words and your style because being you is where the Spirit wants you to be. You are giving your quirks and your styles to affect different people than I can affect. That's good. That's really good. Oh, I know. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna pray for you guys, and I know there wasn't. Um, we thought about it, like we were preparing the last minute stuff at um, Panera, and we're like, what about the scriptures? We haven't included the scriptures. <laughs> you know, because there's that whole mentality of you got you gotta have scriptures. But then we we thought about it and we joked about it a little bit, and we're like, I guess it's kind of like the vibe of the scriptures. <laughs> but no, no, honestly, we started we started mentioning all of the stories of Jesus. And what did he do? He came down from heaven as a man in society, into a culture, into our culture, interacted with other men and women. That's right, women. And, and he, he interacted with them at their level. And he wasn't afraid to go to those places. Christians are so easily offended today that we're like, oh, I don't want to put up with that language. Oh, you know, I can't do this. And you get offended by the world. Acting like the world. Yeah, it's like we get offended by the world acting like the world. What do we expect? So I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not just saying run out there and just go crazy, you know. Like be spirit led, go under the power of the Holy Ghost, go under the power of the Word of God. You know, read the stories of Jesus, read what He did, and apply it to your own life, and know that signs and wonders will follow you, and they will, they will convince others. Well, maybe they won't, but that's not up to you. You just got to be obedient. So Lord, I just pray right now that you would just let uh, all of us in the Spirit just put up the sail and say, Lord, take us. Yeah. Lord, take us. Not just in a big picture, Lord. I want to I want to be in the present with your presence. I want to be in the present yeah. with your presence. I want to say, Lord, I know you've got the future under control. 
But right here, right now, Lord, even tonight, even tomorrow, with the day-to-day things, I want to be spirit-led. I want to journey with people. I want a power of evangelism. I want to see signs, miracles, and wonders just in the, in the simple encounters. But then I want to journey with people as well. And if I can't do it, Lord, I want people around me that I know I can entrust those that are, that are going through a crisis or are going through a rapid growth in the Lord, Lord. They need people to journey with them. So would you come now, Lord, and would you lead us by your Spirit, Jesus? We want to be a people that are Spirit-led and signs and wonders will follow. Signs and wonders will follow, Lord. But also, Lord, we want to be a people that take it outside of the walls, outside of the walls of the church, Jesus, into a way that makes sense to people, that it's just not those weird Christians doing weird things, that it's, it's power from on high, and it's power that these people need. Lord, would you put a burden in our hearts to, that does desire for these people to come to a realization to know you, Lord. Forgive us for when we just don't care anymore. Would you light that fire again in some of us, Lord, that just need that passion for the lost, Lord? That passion to journey with people that are different. Journey with people that maybe irritate us at times, Lord. It's your love. It's your love and your power that can break through these things, Jesus. So we want to be a committed Christians, committed group of Christians, Lord. Wherever you are taking communitas, I know that's part of it, Lord. So would you just bless it? Would you cement that in our hearts, Jesus? In Jesus' name. So we're going we're to pray for Kelly and Steve, but um, we have, it's about 9.30 right now, and what I want to do for the rest of the night, because um, we're going to break into smaller groups after we pray for these guys, um, groups of three or four, and I hope, I hope you're all hearing what these two are saying, and I hope you're telling stories to say, look at us, look at the cool things we've been doing. What, what they're saying is, it's so easy when you're doing what God wants you to do. Amen? Amen. It's so easy when you're obeying the Lord, I know. Some of you are sitting out there and saying, I have no clue what the Lord wants me to do, right? Anybody feeling like that right now? Sometimes. I was sitting back here feeling that a little bit. Um, so what I want to do is I want, I want to get, to get in, into small groups. I'm going to use a, a scary word here, so hold, stay with me. I want us to prophesy over each Whoa. other. Yeah. Um, so hold on. I know it's a, it's, it's a kind of a crazy word. Um, but basically what, what we're doing when we do this, when we, we get in groups and we, we prophesy over each other, is we are just telling the other person what we think, what we feel the Lord is saying about them. So we're not saying, I think you're going to marry this person on October 26th of 2010. Um, that's not what we're doing. We're not saying, I think you're going to have a new job um, this time next year. It's not like that. But what we're saying is, hey, I, really, I really feel the Lord is, really just wants to love you right now. Like, he really thinks that you're, you're a really good servant. He really, you really have a heart for missions. I really just want to bless you in that. You guys hearing me? Yeah. Um, so tonight, I really, if, if you don't think you can do this, if you don't think you can hear from the Lord, guess what? You can. Okay. Um, so I really encourage you to, to step out tonight. And as, as you're receiving words, I will also encourage you to weigh them. Um, don't take everything at face value. If it fits, great. If it doesn't fit, that's okay. Um, it's okay to step out and to maybe not say the right thing. Um, we, we, we encourage you to, 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 to take a step and say, I really feel the Lord saying this. And if it's not right, that's okay. Um, so as you're receiving words from people, don't just take everything and run with it, but really weigh it and say, Lord, is this for me? Is this what you want for me? Okay, make sense? Are you following me? So we're jumping groups of about three to four. If we can have guys with guys and girls with girls, that'd be ideal. Um, we're going to pray for each other and prophesy over and really just encourage each other. Encourage each other into, into the destinies that God has called us into. Um, but first, we're going to pray for these two. I just really want to affirm Stephen Kelly. Um, they have been such a wonderful part of what's been going on here on Tuesday nights and in the rest of the week. Um, Steve, I just I really value your music. I just watching you come alive in music has been a real joy for me, for all of us, I think. 
Um, and Kelly, just watching how you, how you keep Steve in line has <laughs> really been really, really fun for all of us. Not just that, but everything you bring to the table, Kelly. We're thankful for you guys. Um, so if you guys want to join me in praying for these two, let's just bless them. We're, we're going to take um, a little bit of an extended time here to pray for these two um, as, as they're venturing out and hopefully coming back. That would be great if you guys would want to come back. If not, the Lord is going to take you somewhere else. If anybody feels like they have, have a word for these two or a prayer, um, please come on up and pray on the mic. Uh, two years ago, I had a vision about communitas that was about what you're talking about and what's going on with you right now. And the vision I was, uh, I grew up in the inner city. And uh, in the summertime, it would get really, really hot. And one of the things that they would do is they would go and they'd crack the fire hydrants. And uh, and so I was I was just worshiping one day, and uh, all of a sudden I was I don't I don't know why I was thinking about communitas, but you guys were in it. And all of a sudden I saw um, you guys running into these fire hydrants, and the fire hydrant was shooting water all out and. Kind of, People with long hair were just swinging around in the water, and they were splashing on everybody. And the Holy Spirit was just slinging out, and it was fun. It was fun. It was just wild. And so, Father in heaven, I just thank you for for what you've done, Lord God, and these two, Lord God, as an evidence, Lord, of where you're taking us, Lord God, as as the church, Lord. We recognize that we are the church, that this is our identity, that you've called us to be the church. And you'd say that on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail yeah. against it. We thank you, Father, that hell is not invading heaven. That heaven is overtaking hell and it's pushing it And we recognize right now that you're revealing yourself, Lord God, on, on Kelly and Steve, Lord God, and that you're bringing forth, Lord God, what your, what your purpose is. The kingdom of God is Amen. revealed here right now in this place. Right now in this place, wow. in this couple, it's revealed. And it's going to be revealed in Australia. It's going to be revealed wherever they go as they bring a revelation of who God is. That right. we, we are a revelation of who you are, Lord. And we thank you for that. So we just we just declare the peace and the authority of Jesus Christ over you. Yeah. We just we just this the immigration thing, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. We just we just declare your authority, Lord God, right. over these guys, Lord God, and over their marriage. We honor what you've done. We honor this, Lord God. We recognize that there is absolutely no reason. And we just say it in the spiritual realm right now, there's no reason for this not to go well. That's right. And we recognize that it is gonna go well. We just declare it right now in Jesus', Jesus name, name that this is a this is a position of peace that they uh, that, that you established. You are the one that's brought them here, Lord God. You're the one that's using them in this way, Lord God. So we just look forward with expectation to a revelation, Lord God, of, of the identity that you're giving to them right now in Jesus' name. And we look forward with expectation to more, Lord God, yeah. more and more and more. We thank you for what you're doing now in Jesus' name. kept on getting a picture of uh, people standing in lines and I think that you guys have been been waiting and this is season and I know that Steve one of the dreams that he had was that standing in line and I think that um, 
just in the natural, so many people like standing lines for no reason, or like, oh shoot, why am I in this line? It's not even, it's not even for a purpose. And I think that you guys' hearts and your confidence and and who you are in Christ is going to break lies yeah. off of people's life that they're, they're trying to make an equation for who they are in God and trying to make a, a, a religious system to try to perform. And it's gonna it's it's gonna break those lies off and speak truth mm-hmm. um, into that place where they can get off of that religious system. They can get off of that place because they see you, and they see the life that you're living and the notes that um, you play from the Lord's heart over them. So I just speak thank into you. your voices, you. and we just God, we just declare and thank you for the grace that you have for these two. God, to sing your heart and, and paint the picture of your heart <laughs> over people, God. Yeah. Thank you for the confidence that they have inside of themselves, God, because they know who they are Thank inside you. of your heart, God, that they'd be able to see people and how you see them, God. Yeah. The kingdom can come any time, any place with you because you're carrying the king. Amen. You're the king right. with Amen. you. And so we bless you. Mm-hmm. And what happened on that blanket... Is supposed to happen in your life on a more or less regular basis. Yeah. Yes. Pray, Lord, that that would happen yes. for them yes. on a regular basis, yes. not because they make it up, exactly. but because yes. the King is inside of them. Thank you, King, that you allow us to serve you in exciting ways as you open up opportunities for us just to walk into and just say a few things. Thank you. Amen. So, if you think you have a feel like you have a word for Stephen Kelly, um, feel free to write it down or find these guys afterwards. You see how, how fun God makes us? He uses like fire hydrants and standing in line to speak to us about people. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just like that. It's, he's just such natural things. Um, who so, wants oh, a free book before I go? Who, who really felt like evangelism is something on their heart at the moment, like living evangelism? This is so good. I got this through Northwest then, and I was like, oh great, it's textbook. Right but it's really really good. Yeah. It's just a practical book to help with evangelism. And also CDs, if you want anything. If you've got a dollar and you want one, take it. It's going to John. So if you feel like you want to give John $100, you can do that. Take a CD. <laughs> Where is the CD? So just make sure. I've got them. I've got them. I was listening to that this morning. It's good. Really good. It's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to break into small groups right now. Um,